Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for the previews to start in a movie theater. Hey, you want anything? Popcorn? Soda? No, nothing? This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Zimbabwe. The broken Bunsen burner burns so bright. South. Jamie. Southeast Asian Peninsula. Hey, hey, Jamie. Yes. I think the only line we need from you today is drivers who switch to Progressive could say big. Cool. I just got to finish my warm-ups. <clears throat> foul, foul, throw in the towel. History, history. Switch history, to Progressive history. today. Santa ski slalom in a salmon skin suit. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Hi, Jamie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Um, just, I actually don't have anything new to say. I'm just living... <laughs> Nothing's my... going on for you? No, no. Still quarantining. I mean, I'm not really quarantining. What do you call mm-hmm. it now? I think just, you know. Just living? Mm-hmm. There's nowhere to go, so. Yeah. We're all trapped. Yeah, we're all just trapped. <laughs> Basically, after oh, oh, oh. I'm going to be. That sounds so existentially bad. Yeah, I mean, I think <clears> that I'll probably just start. I mean, it's just too cold to go out. Otherwise, I would. I would totally yeah. not mind, like, going outside. It's just too cold, so. I'm hoping that, like, after, like, we probably won't release this for a while, so who knows what will happen by then. But I'm hoping that, like, maybe after, like, all the holidays, then Pritzker will be like, great, let's let people go back and do some stuff again. Because the numbers have not been bad. It's just that he's worried about Christmas. So Christmas is over. Let's see if we all, like, get sick or not. And then after that, maybe we can... Do something else. I don't know what I want to do. Probably get a facial. I I would love that. That would be great. Did you ever get one? Nope, I never did. When facials were, okay. It was too short. It was such a short time. I didn't really. Yeah, uh, it was. It was actually. (laughs) It was a really short time. So like I wasn't even that concerned about it. Mm -hmm. But I was just like, oh, I'll just go. I'll just go. And then I wasn't able to go because it was such a short thing. But I have gotten a massage and I have like another massage planned. Oh, good. Um, yeah, that's a little bit easier to do because you can keep a mask on. So yes, you can keep your mask on. They have a mask. You have a mask. Um, right. And personally, I would love to not wear a mask when I got a massage because actually I did get one with a massage and it was slightly torturous. Um, oh, really? I have. And it wasn't. What, tell me about that. No, like it was just not great for me. Like I couldn't mm. like it was like I was basically like wearing the mask and then you put your little face in the donut hole. Yeah. And so you put the, it, the mask just pulls tighter across your mouth. Mm-hmm. So and you felt like you couldn't breathe very well. No, I just felt like the lines of my mask were painful. <laughs> like it oh, was, yeah, like it was interesting. Just like, the lines okay. of my mask were like painful. Like, and I got a, I got a massage with, but not at the same, like we didn't, weren't in the same room, but like I went mm-hmm. with Julie and even when she oh. came out, like, she had lines she said across the same her. thing. Yeah, like you oh. could see that. So, I mean, it's not horrible, but definitely would prefer not to do that. That was not fun. But I will do it again because my shoulder, I've been, I think it's because I started wearing a shoulder bag over the summer, like a, like a 
I don't know what this is like a I don't know like a clutch but like a crossbody yeah but like I feel like that seems like a bigger bag I I don't know but anyway it's on one of my shoulders only and I've been like oh like my shoulder kind of hurts so I wanted oh, to welcome to getting older it's so much fun I know it seems delightful <laughs> um so I'm just like going to get so I was like oh, I'll just get a massage for that because that has not been like it's not terrible but like you can I can just kind of feel it every once in a while and I'm not yeah. really loving that so yeah, yeah I didn't do that that doesn't sound very fun and then I didn't go to any of my like workout classes when they were open either I don't really know why I didn't go either like I'm not really sure. I was just like, well, I'll just go later. And then now I can't go. So those are all the things that I'm going to do whenever we get back to stage three. Yeah, whenever that hey. is. Who's that? Uh, that's Mike telling the dog that she needs to eat her food. Mm, Katie, eat your – how because she's not food motivated, huh? She is food motivated, but, like, she doesn't really like dog food. So she's not the best so about – So she's peopled. Dog, people motivated food. I mean, people yeah, she food likes motivated. people food, but she doesn't really get very much people food. So she really just likes treats. Like she loves her own like treats. Okay, she just isn't like a huge fan of her own food, unless you give her like some kind of a mix in. She does like that, but otherwise, not really. Got it. Hmm. But treats work. She loves treats. She loves treats. Okay, good to know. Yep, she'll do like so a welcome to Girl We Have to Talk podcast. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is how we're doing it now, I think, because this is what happened last time, too. Oh, just like having a whole conversation and then telling people where they are. <laughs> yeah, or I, I introduce it and then you're like, oh, yeah, right. I yeah, I about that. Yes, welcome, everyone. For, welcome. If for some reason you've, you somehow stumbled upon this podcast and wonder where you are, you are here. You're here with us. We're, yeah, we're, we're so happy with... to have you. Yes, I mean, <laughs> I, yes, I am. I mean, I guess I am. And I really feel I don't feel any sort of way about it. <laughs> oh, can't wait to see the reviews. After I this hope episode. that they're negative. I would love some negative reviews, please. That means that people I don't know are listening to it. <laughs> So. That's true. Oh, you just gave away a big secret, Iris. What? Uh-oh. That only the pot? Well, I mean, I don't know. Only if- the people that we ask and we force to review us. No, like sometimes like- there's new ones on there, but like I don't necessarily mm-hmm. know who they are. And like, so I'm assuming that if you like this podcast, you probably know me or Jamie. Because <laughs> a stranger would probably hate this podcast. Um, but. I don't know. I really? I don't I don't know, Jamie. I just hope somebody leaves like a negative review. I've been saying that for I feel like I've had people who sorry, did I interrupt you? No, I'm just saying I've been saying I want a negative review for like a year. So please mm-hmm. somebody tell me my voice that you hate me. Oh, you would think in twenty twenty that that could be possible. Yeah, like that's how you know you've arrived in podcast land. Leave me a negative review. Be offended by something I've said. Anyway. <laughs> nobody ever is. So what were you saying? Uh, I was just saying that like people that I barely know, like people I've met on Bumble or whatever, they listened and liked it. So I mean, I think it's a likable podcast if you find it. Like I, I do. Like I think it's a yeah. likable podcast if you find it. I think there's some episodes that are like I even listened to and I laugh. I laugh at them. <laughs> so, you know, I would listen. I mean, I don't, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest, let me just be honest. If I was a person who wasn't myself, I would listen – Almost every week, but like some weeks I wouldn't. <laughs> so 
so excited when I listen. Also, I do have. I, I don't. I don't listen to our podcast all the time. Yeah, like either, I have so. some, uh, and I have like this one podcast that I listen to. It's really sad. So like I listen to mm-hmm. this particular podcast if I feel sick, like if I'm not feeling well and I just want to kind of like oh. lay in bed and like listen to something and like, you know, oh. like not like I'm paying attention, but it's kind of like not such a big deal or soothing. Um, okay. And that's kind of like how I would love to listen to this podcast if I wasn't feeling well, because it's kind of like <laughs> if you have a friend with you who's talking to you. But, like, it's mm-hmm. not, like, high stakes. It's kind of just, like, you can just listen in. Like, if you have a friend who talks too much, that's kind of what the podcast is like. Hmm. That's what everybody says. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's like I'm talking to you guys. Yes. And I'm like, see, that means that you never get a chance to speak when I'm with you. So thanks for that. Mm. That's what Heidi always said. She's like, I love listening. Laurel says that, too. She's like, I love listening because it's, like it's like we're all together. And I'm like, so are you saying you don't get to speak when we're all together? <laughs> I mean, I think that's your stuff coming up, Iris. I don't think that's what they mean. Honestly, though, like... But I, I, I totally get how you would feel that way because I used to get made fun of all the time for talking too much. So I would probably interpret it that way, too. Um, but I don't think that's what they're saying. I think it's just like, this is who this is really you, and this is what it's like to talk with you. Right. So if anyone wants to be yeah. friends, this is what I'm really like. Uh, you can send me a message. I'm just kidding. I'm not looking for any new friends, but I'll report back. Slide into her. Yeah, notes. maybe later. <laughs> if you did this week, I'm probably like, I'm way too busy to have new friends. But like that. What's going on this week that you're too busy? You said nothing's going on. Oh, no, I just like mentally too busy. I don't have a mo- I don't oh. have mental capacity to be friends with any new people at this juncture in my life. So. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I feel kind of similarly. I mean, I think we talked earlier about Bumble and I, I didn't end up really keeping any of the people that I met on Bumble, but I think what I did do is make deeper connections with my current friends, Perfect. which is kind of cool. Well, because you knew that you wanted to have a deeper connection. So I think you were like, your brain was open to that, like the secret. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I yeah. know that I have like, I made all of those friends off of Bumble over the summer and you kept up with a good amount I think I feel like I'm friends with all of them and it's so like random because that has never happened before by now I would have definitely stopped talking to somebody but like okay like Mm, I feel like there is one that you are oh yeah 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 yeah. no 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 I think it's just uh like I don't mind sharing I don't think she listens to this podcast like it's just Kristen that's the only one and mm-hmm. that was kind of, that's like, okay, well, I only hung out with her twice and I feel like, well, I, I also don't think she would mind you saying that because you're just telling what yeah. happened. And I think some of it was her decision. Totally. It sounded yes, like, for so. sure. Like, I think that she's like a really nice person. Like I loved when I did hang out with her those two times, but I just mm-hmm. feel like we probably have like very different, I, I, I was thinking about it this morning, not for this podcast, just in general. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I really think that I, I feel very, like I was talking to Anaja and we were talking about like, um, I don't know, but I was saying like, yeah, like this 2021, I really want to find like a new therapist who I really like. And I was like, and I want to stop. Like I have a therapist that I like that I share with Mike, but my other therapist isn't practicing anymore. So I don't have her. Um, oh no, really? Yeah. That's new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want a new therapist, but it's good actually because I was ta- we were talking about how like I think that not that I feel like I'm lying to my therapist, but I don't think I tell her as much. So like I really have focused on like the top level 
of things that I wanted to do, like finish school, find a job that I like, like have better friendships. I wanted to get married. I wanted to buy a house. Like, and so like that has been like my path. And I feel like I've been able to, like, I don't have anything else to pretend to complain about. So I'm actually just like, really this year I was saying like, I want to focus on like things that obviously like I don't realize, but have clearly been traumatic to me because I have a lot of fucking anxiety about a lot of shit and I was like Mm -hmm. I just really want to work on that well I just don't understand what you could be anxious about who knows right it's been a great year it's been a perfect year um so I should be blissful so clearly but I mean it's not just like this year it's (laughs) always like and so that brings me to my point about like being friends with Kristen like I feel like she's a person Mm -hmm. who is like she's really nice and we have a really good time but like I didn't ever feel like I could trust that we were going to be friends because I feel like she wasn't necessarily telling me like if I upset her or like if something I did annoyed her. And what I was thinking about this morning Mm. is that I think that I have to be, I can only truly be friends with, and Anaja made this comment. She was like, all of your friends are so open when we did like my birthday party. She was like, all of your friends Mm -hmm. are so open. Like they were all so willing to like share how they were feeling. And she was like, it got really deep. And I was like, yeah, like I don't find that to be unusual. She's like, yeah, with my friends, we're not like that at all. Like her group of friends. Really? And I think I just can't have friends. I think that, that that's really what I was about to say. My <laughs> issue is like if your shit's mm-hmm. not all on the table, it makes me feel mistrustful of you, and I can't be friends with you. Yes, you've talked. Yeah, about like that I just before. need you to be mm-hmm. like, even if you're just like, I'm fucked up. I'm like, cool, like great, same. But like, I'd rather like that. <laughs> like I can't do the whole like you've got all this like shit inside of your brain because then I'm just like, okay, like are you okay? Because like I can't. Like I need to know. Like I can't worry about you. Like I need you to just tell me if you're upset with me because otherwise that I'm just like are you upset with me and then I'm thinking about like what can I possibly like that's a spiral for me I can't deal with people like that in my life um I need you to just be like it would be so it's so much better if you just come to me and say like hey you did this and it pissed me off and I'm like oh my god okay great let's talk about it let me try to not be an asshole anymore or like let me explain to you why I did that but like the whole like secrets and you're just not good like I don't like that like that does not work for me that makes me I, I I don't have the energy or space so I would rather that and so I think luckily mm-hmm. everyone who I met over the summer is really like that like I've been able to like in even like if we don't hang out as much or talk as much there's a certain part of them that's super open and like I appreciate that so I think that that's why I've been able to like be able to maintain most of these friendships like 99% of them um that's yeah, great because, and I think it's because I everyone was really open and I think I give it credit to the pandemic I feel like people have lost their shit so they're like I've got nothing to hide and I'm like great yeah that's so true yeah and it reminds me of you know our conversations that we've had about dating and stuff when I brought to you dating stuff you're always like yeah I just rather know mm-hmm. <laughs> so that that fits in with that yeah like I would rather always I the unknown of things really freaks me out. I hate that. And if it's like, I don't know, then it's almost like exactly what happened with the friendship with Kristen. Like I really didn't know. And like, she wasn't telling me if she was upset or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like she was. And it kind of like the behaviors were saying that she was. So I almost, so I literally was like, okay, great. I got to like throw this in the trash now. Like I can't like, like I did you ask her? And she was like, no, well, yeah, she was like, no, I'm good. But it was like, all the Uh. actions were not, I'm good. And I was just like, okay, okay. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I literally can't. I'm like, I just can't. And it's not a bad thing on their part because that's like probably normal to not want to tell somebody who you just met that you're a little annoyed with them. 
but like for me I yeah. like, that just doesn't I'm like I well I don't know I mean I think if you were uh if you if you were putting it out there I don't know it's it is hard I think it is hard with yeah, and also friendship and it's of... I still think it's it's interesting that you say that like I'm a you really think I'm an honest person and I tell you which it, it's not like I am not but it's just not I've all I think historically I've been so afraid of conflict that I wouldn't say anything so I'm glad that um and I push myself throughout the years but it's just interesting um to hear like oh I guess I've gotten better at for that. sure like I definitely think you have and I think that yeah like if not I don't think we would be friends because like not that that's like a bad mm-hmm. thing I just know for like, my own like mental health I can't have people who I question in my life which sounds like pretty normal actually when I say it like that I, I really can't have people who I question in my life it just is very stressful to me and I'm really happy to be like yeah you no, know, I how are that. you doing or like are you okay or like I'm happy to say like I've been better about being like I've noticed that you seem this way like are you okay mm-hmm. like I'm happy to do that but like if you're just like nope I'm good but I'm gonna still act like I'm just like okay great well then that's your personality and that does not work for me because like <laughs> I can't like that makes me feel I'm just gonna step back yeah that, that makes me feel yeah. really crazy I'm like what's the point like I want to have fun with my friends like I want to be open with them I want you to you don't have to tell me your whole life but like you know just be open otherwise like and maybe that is a part of being a little a little bit older you just are I have enough things in my life that well I, yeah you're just like cut through the bullshit like I just don't have time yeah, for this like anymore. there's enough things in our life that we have to question I don't need to question you person like who is my supposed to be friends like I don't want to question that so that's been really good. And I, I definitely also think I was talking to Julie and Aaron about this. Like, I also think that I've also created space for people to not be my best friend, which also was difficult for me. I think we talked about that, too. Um, mm-hmm. So that's been helpful. Like, everybody's not like we're not besties, all of us. But like, I like you. We have fun. Let's have dinner whenever we can. And let's talk. But like, we don't have to be you, you don't have to be like my person, but we can still be good. Cause I used to have a really difficult time with that too. So I think it's just been 2020 has been shitty and great. Really wonderful. Lots of good things have happened actually. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that. I actually, there's this new, um, sh- new, like, I don't even know what to call it on Netflix. It's called now I have to look at it cause I was watching it right before we were, but I think it's called, Oh, death to 2020. Ooh, it's I like this that. comedy. Yeah. It's, it's this comedy, um, where like Samuel L. Jackson is pretending to be a reporter and Hugh Grant is pretending to be a scientist. I know that you hate Hugh Grant. Is it you? <laughs> and they're interviewing. Um, I don't hate Hugh Grant. I, yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to hate someone I don't know. Okay, okay, that's fair. But I do think he is probably a jerk. Yeah, because I don't think we've talked um, about this on the podcast, all the TV shows, but, like, The Undoing, you really – I think we talked about it a little bit in the last episode. Mm-hmm. But, like, you were, like, immediately, like, I knew that Hugh Grant was going to be a piece of shit as soon as I saw this. And I was like, oh, fuck. Well, he's always – yeah, I mean, that's, that's like, who he plays, I don't though. know what movie – Or he plays – or he plays the, like – I'm sort of the bashful, apologetic guy who you like, and I don't know how to do this, but what like was, I'm amazingly charming. Diary? Was that was he in that? Okay, okay. yeah, he was the yeah, asshole yeah, yeah. in that. He was like, if I can't be with you, I can't be with anybody. Like, oh, you're my last resort. 
and that was supposed to like inspire okay, her to rewatch be with him because I go okay, like I have some. That's topics, so horrible. Like, I really liked him and have like a huge crush. Are you kidding no, me? I, you liked him in Bridget I, yeah, Jones. But I feel like sometimes don't you ever watch things at a certain point in your life and it seems one way and then you watch it again? I haven't seen it in years, so like I've got to yeah, re-watch yeah, it. watch that shit yeah, again. Watch it. Like there's a lot of stuff that I read. But I mean, we yeah, I, we're so taught as women to like that kind of behavior. So I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I gotta go rewatch I mean, it. Like I rewatched something else recently, and I was like, "Whoa, this is fun!" Oh yeah, it was I rewatched Laguna Beach during COVID. Oh my god, it was so crazy. Anyway, <laughs> there was a time you didn't think that I was watched. Crazy? I'm the same age as those people. I watched it when I was their age, so no, it wasn't that crazy. Wow. It was like, cool. I was like, why won't my mom let me go to Cabo with some fucking teenage boy and stay in a room with them? I'm really upset about that. Why don't I have friends in my house? Like, duh, like, so weird. God, mom. Oh, that would make me so anxious. I could never have done that as a teenager. I talked about this before, too. I had no anxiety when I was a teenager. Like, I was just like, whatever. Fuck it. Let's do it. It was very impulsive. But maybe I've got to dig a little. The more that I read about sixes, sixes, when they're really unhealthy, actually are very impulsive. Like, so totally makes sense. Like, I could, and I can be that way sometimes if I get too many things inside of my brain where I'm just like overwhelmed with the choices overwhelmed with the outcomes sometimes I do just like Mm -hmm. pick something and it's probably like the worst decision I could make because I just I don't want to have to be caught up in the decision making loop so I just like like pick something and it's not great so that probably Mm. could be what it is so interesting now I'm just in analysis paralysis I can't even decide what job I want to do it's like so bad I was like oh that's a perfect transition we're talking about about today we're talking about job like our theme this year is transitions and we're talking about job transitions and you can't figure out what job you want to do no I cannot where are you with your jobs because every time I talk to you there's a new job that you're interviewing for and you also at the same time have a have a job offer that you're not sure if you're going to take Well, your- so like I over during the pandemic, everyone, I had like, I've had several jobs. So I didn't ever get fired my real, like my regular job that I've had the whole time. Um, but like I got furloughed for a certain percentage of time. So like I was nannying for a while, which was so great. Oh, that's right. I, know, I what almost a forgot year about that. Been. Um, I nannied for like two different families during the pandemic and I interviewed for lots of nanny jobs and I have lots of fucking commentary about that. Like that. If anyone is interested, I feel like I should invite Heidi and Lauren on to talk about it. Maybe even Aaron. I don't know. But, like, holy fuck is nannying and, like, that whole domestic, like, what is it? Occupation? Oh, my God. So crazy. I forgot how crazy mm-hmm. it was. I actually have a friend who's a nanny, this too. Is, we should think about inviting that person. Like, all the peeps. It is, like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Like, it is such a wild, wild world, um, the occupational is that like the domestic occupational atmosphere? I don't know. I probably just made that complicated. So anyway, I did that. And then like, I was a hundred percent at my job again, but then I was worried about like right now I was like a, uh, like the winter and I was like, Oh my God, like my job is probably going to shut down again in the winter. So I like probably need to keep, is that what not happened? Yet. I mean, it, yeah, not, oh, not yet. So we're still, because you know why we're only in phase three right now. And phase three is still like most of the stuff that we have is open. Like if you didn't know everyone in Illinois, phase three, you can still go swimming in a public pool. Um, you can still work out in the gym. You can still send your child to daycare. So like all those things, which is basically like what my, like my main point of business is, they're okay. still open. So yeah, no, we haven't. Daycare, yeah. 
Okay, in school. Um, we don't have any, like, yeah, actually, you know what? Actually, Jamie, yes, school. So some, we have some pods that are open at CPS. And then in February, CPS is slowly planning a, like, uh, plan to bring the students back. So, like, in February, they're bringing back, like, pre-K and kindergarten and then so on and so forth. But, like, the union is suing them. So we'll see if that actually happens. But that's, like, a whole different thing. Um, But as you can tell, there's a lot of transitions that happen at my job. So obviously I was concerned. I am concerned. So I like was looking for something else. I found this one job um, as like a customer service job. And I've been offered this position like thousands of times before. That's an exaggeration, but like four or five times before. And I was like, you know what? Maybe it's going to be great. So I tried it out. Horrible. Didn't quit my job. So I just was like having two jobs for a while. Horrible choice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, I remember Horrible. this job. Um, supervisor yes, was just not my cup of tea at all. Like, not even a cup of tea. Like, it was like a shot of whiskey when I was expecting an Earl Grey. Not for me. Oh. It was unexpectedly bad. Um, and I think that, like, in a real, like, if, it, if someplace different, like, maybe if I wasn't so far along in my career, I might have actually liked the job because I don't think it was a hard job. Um, it just was like not mm-hmm. my thing and the supervisor was not my thing so and that makes or breaks it I can't work for people who I again yeah. yeah I mean I think I heard somewhere that your boss is one of the biggest reasons that you are like satisfied or mm-hmm. not satisfied or maybe it's, it's your a coworkers combo. in yeah, general like if you have a bad supervisor there's a saying that people don't leave their jobs they lose their leave they leave their supervisors yeah maybe um, that's yeah, for what me it too it is yes, coworkers. Exactly. like I definitely think that like my favorite jobs have been like if I've had to go into a position of work, it's been when I've had like a collective group of coworkers to have lunch with and to bitch with. That's been great. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, mm-hmm. that didn't work out. So like now I have a job offer that I'm like, do I want to take this job or not? And I'm hesitant because it's kind of far. And like, I don't think that like the coworkers who I've met have been great, but definitely not like people who I could see myself like being Oh, this, okay, yeah. I remember this so job. So definitely not okay. people who I think I could see myself being friends with. Um, so, and that's a concern to me. I mean, I know everybody might think that that's crazy, but, like, I need to have a work friend. I need to. Like, in order for me to feel like I, like, I, I need so to have That's so funny. It's been so long since I've had a work, well, I guess that's not true. I mean, I have colleagues, but when you work for a business of mm-hmm. one... <laughs> I'm really good friend yes, of myself. Are. But you know, I when think. you opened, when you were first getting into your office space with your partner in your office, you were like, I'm going to really enjoy having somebody else here. Like, it's nice to, if you get a break in that's the day. That's true. That's true. Yeah, and it like, has you been. get a break yeah. in the day just to be like, hey, like, what's going on with you? Or like, oh, both free at the same time. Let's have lunch together. It's just like nice to not be alone all day unless you're working from home like I enjoy working from home but that's nice because I can like text you guys and like I could watch TV. like it's different but like if you're in the office and there's nobody for you to talk to that somehow is more isolating than just being at home well yeah because it's not what you're it's not how it's supposed to be um so that's my concern about this job is like they're hiring somebody who's supposed to be like my real direct colleague um, because they're hiring two people mm-hmm. for the same position, and they hired me first, and so I kind of was like hoping that I wouldn't have to start until this person started, because I really want to meet them and be like, "Are we going to be friends? If not, I don't want this job," which is so ridiculous, but so true. I'm just like, I need to know that I'm going to like you. Um, otherwise, I'm... well, I think you should just trust what you feel instead of giving yourself. I know, such a hard I know. About so it anyway, first. but then there was that, and then also like at my current position, I was like, um we're redesigning a department here. And um, 
So that's a big transition too. It's one of our most profitable departments and it's my department that I like take, it takes up most of my time. And so we're mm-hmm. redoing their job descriptions. And so like, I don't want this job that I just, that I did because I don't really think that I would like to do it at this company, I guess is the best way to explain it. But like I wrote out this job descriptions for somebody who is an assistant director of teams. And basically what they're responsible for is like the overarching view of their department's hiring and like their training and like how they're developed and succession planning and figuring out the key performance indicators and figuring out their retention and their churn and like the times that they're going to be at peak hiring. I was like, oh my God, this is such a fun job. So like, actually, I think that I figured out what I want to do. Like, I I think that I would love to do that. That's like most of the work that I love to do. I hate like writing people Mm -hmm. up and firing people like policy. It's so boring. Um, I like mostly like people <laughs> stuff. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm in a transition. It's a, it's a real, and I think a lot of people in 2020, 2021 are in a transition too, because we've been home for so long. Yeah. Most of us, like when you, when you yeah. start asking people to go back into the office every day, I've just been so curious about like how that's going to go. Yeah, I'm very curious, too. And I mean, I think it's also really interesting. I feel like maybe Laurel was talking about this, like how different it was to onboard Mm -hmm, at a new job mm -hmm, virtually um, than it is in person, which I think is interesting. And I was talking with someone else about who um, just got a job and she's anticipating that. So I think that's kind of interesting. And um, yeah, I mean, I think I think it's it, in some ways for people who are not in such a dire situation, because this sounds a little bit first world, but I think it is a time where you can think about what I want the future to look like, mm-hmm. um, because this has really allowed us to slow down in a lot of ways that we normally wouldn't. And uh, I think in some ways that's been really good. And there have been things that have actually been positive and um, have have been surprisingly yeah. enjoyable about this time. So I think people are thinking about that for their careers too. Like, wow, you know, do mm-hmm. I like working from home versus the office or do I really miss the office or um, is this really the career that yeah. I want? Um, excuse me. Obviously for people who are in more dire situations, they may be thinking, I mm-hmm. want a job. <laughs> I don't really care. Um, so, and and to have to, I think what's so hard Um, is I'm sure for some people they're having to choose between like the risk and safety and their health versus having a job, which I just think is so horrible. I don't think anyone should ever, I mean, those are just impossible decisions. Yeah, I agree. I'm hopeful though, that they're allegedly supposed to give those people the vaccine next. And so that should be to me, people who like, they've really disqualified, even as considering frontline workers and what I mean. Mm -hmm. You mean essential yeah, workers? Yeah, but, like, I'm also talking about, like, mm-hmm. like people who work at the grocery store. Like, I hope that, yeah. Yeah, well, those are I'm, considered I essential hope so. workers. Like, I feel like nobody ever mentions them. Like, I feel like you should be, like. I I feel like that's what they mean by essential. Are you talking about Well, I know the healthcare workers, workers got it. I think the healthcare workers got it already. Um, or they're in the process of getting it. Yeah. I think they're in the process. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I think that people. I think it's hard to realize like how little vaccine there is for how many people mm-hmm. there are right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think there. I, and I know lots yeah. of people, not a lot. Well, I, I think that I know five or six people who've gotten it. Um, so like Mike's, mm-hmm. yeah, Mike's I know some too. has gotten it cause they all work in the hospitals. Um, 
And then my mom, like she recently transitioned too. So like my mom was a, my mom has had so many career transitions and all like, Oh, so she's not a manager at, uh, I forget the massage. At Envy, Heavenly, massage Envy, massage yeah. Or... So, massage yeah, Envy. like, okay. she's, so my mom, every time there's a recession, unfortunately for her, like, so she had, like, her own business for, like, over 10 years, and then in 2008, she, like, lost that business, um, and then she, like, moved into Gosh. doing, like, more retail work, because that's what she did before she worked in her industry, mm-hmm. um, and then she was most recently, like, for three years, she was, uh, like, a um, uh, area manager so she managed a couple different locations of massage envies in the loop um and then she but she she which was fine and she was like oh this is great but no anyway she left uh like a couple weeks ago and now she's a manager mm-hmm. she's opening up a new location of uh aspen dental so she works at um oh right now she's working at the one in like morton grove and then i think she's going to be transitioning to skokie next week and then she's going to open up her own location on Western and Belmont. But it's What's Aspen Dental. Like a, yeah, it's a, it's dental, a dental place. Salon. So she's like managing that. Oh, a dental mm, I, Yeah, you can get fancy, oh, but it's, okay. like, it's a, den- it's a <laughs> dentist's office. That's, that must yeah, be different. It, no, okay. um, but you can get your teeth widened. But it's a, de- it's a fancy <laughs> dentist's office. But so she works there and they are, she's getting, they're, they're giving the vaccines, uh, I think next week or the week after next. So... Yeah, that makes sense. Although, I mean, I'm a little bit surprised since she's a manager. I think it's but, because um, I guess she yeah, still works in the and office. And they have so. to be there, so like they're giving it to the dentist, right? And also right. Just like all of their staff too. So, and and Mike's mom does is not like uh, his sister and his aunt are nurses, but like his mom is like um, she works at North Shore. She's like one of the people like if you call them and you need to make an appointment. I don't know why I'm so con- yeah. I'm like I don't, oh yeah yeah an intake and person. She, she was able to get it too. Okay. Well, I guess that makes sense because they're, if they have mm-hmm. to be in person, then they're interacting with them with healthcare, like more direct yeah. healthcare providers. So it's like, you're all in the same yes. cesspool. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I hope that, you know, they are going to get, I, I was looking at some like a uh, lady nurse, like there's a couple of nurses who have TikToks, which is so fun. Um, and they were like, one of them was explaining that like, um, the goal would be that most normal folk would be able to get it like between June and August. So I hope that that happens. Yeah, I've already. Yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> but it's 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 uh currently it's it's currently yes December. we talked about that. Um, so we'll see. More people will have gotten it, you know, by June. So maybe I'll be like, oh yeah, like this seems like a great idea. But like one of the jobs that like the job that I'm supposed to be taking is at a hospital. So like I'm assuming that if I work there, I'd probably have to get it. Oh. Like That's sooner right. than that. Um, yeah. So I just want to see other people and like how they live. Like, how are you guys doing? Do you feel great? How's that for you? Do you have Bill's palsy? I'm really concerned about that. Like, what's going on? Oh, I didn't know that Bell's palsy was I mean, a possible I think it's side like, effect. So it's been like possible, but I, I don't know if it's like a real possibility or if it just happens a couple times. Like, I don't know if that's like a, like a legit hey, this is happening thing. But, like, who knows? They did the trial in, like, 44,000 people, and, like, there's only been a couple people who've had it now. So I, I don't think we know. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, for a while, they were telling us, you don't need to wear a mask. Who knows what they're going to be telling us by March? So I'm just curious, like, about, like, people getting it. I think they said over a million people have had the vaccine now when I was listening to NPR. So that's cool. Um, 
I mean, there's still, you know, how many more 230 million of us left. So we'll just see, like, how do those million people do? Like, maybe they'll be okay. Yeah, I think that most of them are fine. Like Mike's aunt took it and she said she was sick for like a couple days. And then after that, she was, she's been fine. So I think most people are, I'm just nervous about it. I'm a person who didn't take the flu shot until I was 30. So and it's been around for how long? The flu shot has always been around. I think my probably my whole life. And I'm just like, oh, my God, do I really need to get it? Is it going to make me sick? I don't want to get the flu shot. So I'm not a good – I'm very – Well, we talked, though. I think, I think, Iris, it might be important to say why you feel this way because I think, uh, you know – to talk about just like how black people have been treated well, in yeah, the medical I mean, profession, how they're used as guinea pigs and they're not listened to. And I don't know if you saw that that woman who was a retired doctor um, yeah, died the one in Indiana and she had, was it? She, what, yeah, I'm not she sure was in Indiana, lived, but, and she had posted, I think on Instagram, a video about how like, if, yeah. if I wasn't black, they, they would be, this wouldn't even be an issue. I would still be in the hospital getting treated. Yeah. And she, she ended up dying. Home and she was telling them she didn't feel well, but like she was in pain and they wouldn't give her medicine. It was just like not a great situation. And I feel like, yes, like I, I, I don't want to say that, like, I don't want to get the vaccine because of that. Like it could, it probably is, but like, it's such a part of my actual fiber of myself, like as a being that like I have, well, you're trying yeah, like, to survive, even, like I mean... conceptualize it. Like, I mean, I think if I were to be like, well, yes, because of this, like, sure. But like, also like, I don't want to like, it's kind of one of those things where maybe was it you who was telling me this where, or maybe I just read this online about how there's like a new type of therapy or like some part of therapy where they're like, you might have some ancestral trauma that like, you're not even aware of that causes you to react to things in a certain way. Oh yeah. I mean, that's not necessarily new to me. Uh, (laughs) I think we've, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think, I think there's research now there was research uh, done like a few years ago where it did actually show genetically through epigenetics that, um, uh, trauma passes through the ancestral line generally generationally that we can actually see through DNA that it passes from one generation to the next. Uh, but I think people have hypothesized about it probably for a long time. I yeah. Guess. So like, I don't, um, I mean, I think that I can't, it's hard for me to say like, yes, because I think that this is going to happen because I'm a black person. All I can say is like, I don't trust the, the government. I've talked about this before in the other episodes about how I felt like I was like yeah I don't feel like black people are being we talked about this ages ago like maybe in April when we were talking about the pandemic at its beginning Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. hard I think for most black people to be like oh yeah like I think this because you know historically this has happened I think we know that but like also like outside of that even if people are like oh you're making that up you didn't even think about it I'm like I what I'm saying is my actual spirit and soul and being of consciousness does not feel safe taking it. And if that's, yeah. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying by it's survival. It's like yes. a physiological response that happens. And I think like, I know for you, it's like, duh, of course. But unfortunately I think for people who <laughs> aren't black and maybe even some people who are people of color, I shouldn't just say black people, but um you know, they're not thinking about this. Like, this is a yeah, new concept. Yeah, like, there's no part of me that feels like, even when they said this, I was like, well, that doesn't sound like a great idea for me. Like, I don't, like, just no part of it feels great. I don't even, like I said, don't even, didn't even want to take the flu shot. I mean, I will now because I took it and it was fine. <laughs> but I literally was like, oh, my God, I think that I'm going to get sick 
Yeah, I mean, it only took 30 years, so we'll see how long it takes. Yeah, like, I mean, hopefully it takes, I mean, I hope that I will get it. But, like, also, like, again, I'm even just like, do I feel, do I really hope that I get it? I don't know. Like, I'm not there yet. But, again, maybe I'll feel differently. I think I felt better about the flu shot because before that I didn't even really know a lot of people who got the flu shot so I think the older I've gotten I've like realized like oh more people are taking it and I felt like okay like this is fine like I just need to yeah. see other people like are you okay like are you getting the same shot that I'm getting like what's going on here um, also though my doctor pressured me into getting it so otherwise I probably wouldn't have because every year they're like did you get the flu shot and I'm like mm-hmm, yep sure did but this year she was like no you did not get the flu <laughs> shot she was like you need to take it so um, because like I didn't get it there and I like got all of my stuff done there and she was like so where'd you go to she like questioned mm. me she was like so where did you go ah uh, and so you weren't so you weren't able to no I'm a real you didn't yes, like exactly. oh I like, I, like as my mother will tell you I'm a horrible liar so I was just like fine I haven't taken it oh. I have it you see they're like you you cracked me Uh-oh, are you still there, Iris? Uh-oh, I lost you. Hello. What happened? I don't either, but that's okay. So anyway, this is supposed to be about careers. Some, well, like... We were talking a little bit about careers. And honestly, we were talking about, I mean, how you might have to take the vaccine. Like, it'll be interesting to see if work requires it. I bet that it, I mean, um, I bet fine well. Well, it's interesting because right now the healthcare, the healthcare environment isn't, which is kind of surprising to me in some ways. And in other ways it isn't because um, for years they didn't really require the flu shot. And I think now they do other than for religious reasons, but there mm-hmm. are ways to get around it. Uh, so I think like if the hospital isn't requiring it, how can other workplaces, but I don't know, I guess it's, I guess Technically, if they're a private business, they can do what they want, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm assuming also, like, I don't know, maybe they'll just be like, if you come to work and you don't have it, it's kind of like you're risking getting sick just like you would during the flu season. Like, But I think that they can still say, like, yeah. you have to come in. I mean, the problem is, is I think this is so much more uh, of an issue than the flu, um, because even though the flu is contagious, it's not quite as contagious and it's also not as like the symptoms are not, <laughs> not as serious. So, um, that could make a difference, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I think that was also why, uh, you know, uh, the evilness of Mitch McConnell never ceases to amaze me, but I think that's why he's been so big about wanting there not to be liability for companies. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure if they'll be able to like, uh, like end up requiring you to do it or not. Like, I, I don't even know if you're required to get like, even in schools. I remember when I was in school, like you had to get some vaccines and like, I don't think you do anymore. So I don't know. I I think that I feel like we probably think and I mean, doctors listen to this, you can let us know. But I feel like we probably think this is like the world's biggest deal because we have to deal with it. But I feel like there's probably been other things that are just as bad at the time when they were about. And I don't think that they've required any vaccines. So I I want to try not to be the millennial special snowflake that's like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. And like, of course, you need to do this because I'm sure there's probably been other things and they haven't required it. I, rem- I was listening to a podcast about 
uh, it was actually Curiosity, which is like a Chicago podcast. Oh, and, I haven't um, heard of that one. It's really good. It's an NPR podcast, and it's just about shit oh. that happened in Chicago. But cool. There was like um, I like this it woman, already. It was really good. This woman was talking about, um, I think it was hepatitis or it was tuberculosis. I can't remember, but she was alive when that when there was no vaccine for this, and mm-hmm. she was like, yeah, like they would just basically move you if you got it because you can't get rid of it. She was like, so you just yeah. have it. So she was like, they would just move you into these sanatoriums. And that was kind of it. Yes. I remember reading a book about that, about like someone going there for tuberculosis. And that's true. Yeah. Tuberculosis, I guess, hasn't been necessarily required. Although actually, that's not true for my job. It was when I worked in hospice. I think we were required to have our TB. So, yeah. Year. Like some people have to get it, but not everybody has to get it. So like, I know that if you work in a daycare center, and I'm assuming this is the same thing for if you work in a school, you do have to get it. But like, little old me that works in an office if I never got it nobody would ever know they don't ask so I could be walking around with it and nobody would know because it's not required it's only required if you work in like for us it's like I know if you work at our CPS sites or if you work in our daycare sites makes sense that if you're in a hospice or a hospital site Mm -hmm. but I think that like yeah vulnerable population yeah the vast majority of people who just work at like you know global firm of doom and like you know i don't think that they're gonna oh, make I them get that it company, global mm-hmm. firm of doom yeah it's great there um long days i long feel like days. they have a lot of sites now uh-huh they're big so yeah like i i don't know like i think that like they if they are not requiring them to do it i don't know that they will require them to do this because i mean it, i think eventually the goal is like most people don't have it and you know most people so I think that's probably what'll end up happening but I know yeah like, it'll listen- be interesting though because I think the amount of people that are skeptical or aren't interested um could be an issue so we'll we'll see I mean it's gonna be interesting and I feel like most people I know want to get it like I think I'm the out like the outlet even my people my friends who are black they do want to get it mm-hmm. I just think they don't want to get it this year I think that's really what they've been saying is like, I, they don't want to be the first people to get it. They would like to see other people get it and be okay. Mm-hmm. And then they're mm-hmm. like, okay, like fine. But like, they don't want to be like getting it in January, like maybe next year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, if enough people are like that, then I mean, not that I'm saying I'm not trying to blame no, you, know, no, it's you okay. or your friends sense. or whatever. Um, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little iffy about wanting to be the guinea pig too. Although, you know, I'm, I'm certainly willing because it does sound like the symptoms that you get from the vaccine are not as bad as getting the virus, but for sure. um, Yeah. Well, I I think we'll just, we'll just have to see. And obviously that's assuming that we have even enough of the vaccine. I mean, I've already heard things that are saying that like shipments have been delayed or it hasn't been as much as they thought it was going to be into hospitals and different Mm -hmm. places. So We'll I see. think it'll be okay. Like I remember earlier this year when the, when there were not enough ventilators and then they were sending ventilators back. I think that will it's a new process. It's mm-hmm. a new vaccine. Only two of them are approved now. But if you notice like once like originally you couldn't find a mask anywhere. You couldn't find gloves anywhere, hand sanitizer anywhere. Now like Dove makes hand sanitizer. Covel which makes vodka is like pumping out batches. Yeah. yeah. I think that Yeah, which when, is very close to where I live. Yes, I feel like the more like with these two getting cleared, there's more companies who are going to be behind them that are going to start making a vaccine too. And I feel like a a recommendation of the end of this year, next year, 2021, I really do have faith 
that they're that it'll catch up and i feel like you know we've all been in purgatory slash quarantine for so like for you know eight months nine months almost a year and it feels so crazy but like the fact that like it's annoying but like i feel like you know they pulled it together sort of quickly it could have probably went a lot worse could have went better probably could have been worse yeah that's the way of donald trump could have probably been a lot worse but definitely could have been better that's like his presidency he should put that on his little his picture yeah last one tombstone could have went a shit ton better but also could have went a lot worse because he's fucking insane so it could have went a lot of ways so we're just landing in the middle which is like mediocre Mm -hmm. yeah i mean we could have had i don't know like a preschooler in the white house i guess that might have been instead of as opposed to a kindergartner okay cool right (laughs) that's why i said preschooler uh yeah so anyway hopefully we'll report back on we'll just keep talking about that jamie if you get it you let us know i mean i think i'm pretty last in line so yeah probably (laughs) well maybe we'll know somebody else who gets it before you because there's high risk people like there might be yeah um, my my dad i mean i i hope he can get it within the next few months yeah, like I, that's supposed to be, is it what, 70, 74 and up? Is that next? I have no idea. I, there I was really a timeline I saw someplace. It was like oh. uh, 74. Was like this the, specifically for Illinois? Yeah, so it was okay. like um, fate, like it was like the front care work, frontline workers are right now, and then like essential workers. And then I think it was like people who live inside of um, retirement homes. I think that was supposed to be like the first chunk, which is mm-hmm. where we're still at. Mm-hmm. And then I think after that, it was supposed to be like people 75 and up. And then it was supposed to be 74 to 65. Um, and then people who are at high risk. So like diabetes, what you know, whatever that means. Like, and, and maybe what you have to, if you want, I know you do, you want to wait, but like people with MS. Yeah, people and, with MS, and like immune, compromised immune system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. Like, I think we're supposed to be like the, I think it's like March to June group. Mm-hmm. But I will just say, if anybody else is in the March to June group and you'd like to go before me, that's okay. <laughs> like, I'm fine. You can have I my don't... place in line. You can totally have my place in line. Jamie, if they say to me, Iris, listen, you want this vaccine? I'll be like, no. But my friend who's healthy would love it. And I'll be like, no, 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 no. I, I, I'm very fine letting people who need it go before me. Uh-huh. All right. I'm well, if I know okay of anybody that. else who needs it before me, because you know, I'm good to just like not get that. Like, I don't You're know what I think. Out, is... Sit this one out. I'm gonna get to this, sit this round out. out. <laughs> I'm not really sure what I think is gonna happen, but I just was like, at first, I was like, yes, totally, I'll get it, and then like now, I'm just like, no, I don't think so. I'm not quite sure that I will. <laughs> so, but later, I feel on board with a twenty, like maybe before, like if I go on vacation at the end of the year, maybe I'll get it because I like to go on a New Year's Eve trip. So if that is possible, but it's like you need to get a fucking COVID vaccine before you come, then I would probably maybe in December. Oh, based on like the people you were going on the New Year's trip with? No, no. Like sometimes if you want to go like, so for instance, like America's not really like this, but like, well, actually I think maybe we are. I've never come to America not being American, but I've gone well, to other I know, countries I know and they in do. in Britain they're requiring you, I think, to have the vaccine. Is that, is, did I read that right because of the new strain that's happening there or you need to have been tested negative or something? It's something like that, but I, do, I, I'll, I don't know about anything in particular to COVID. But what I'm assuming, though, is like if you want to go to Mexico, they do actually require you to have like your vaccination records um, if you want to go on a cruise to Mexico. Okay. Because um, I've looked I into it. 
And so I'm like, I really do want to go like either on a cruise or to Mexico for the New Year's. So okay. I'm just like, yeah, just I guess if there. I go on vacation, go on cruise. cruises are horrible. I know. I have I, I have a lot of issues with cruises. Is that it, a whole other podcast it probably episode? Probably is your dream. <laughs> unfortunately, based on what I know, because you know, based on what I know about you, it probably is your dream. But oh, they're so bad <laughs> for is so many different reasons. Die? Is it like bad? Like I'm gonna die, or like they treat people horribly? Oh uh, well, yeah. I mean, you could get sexually assaulted or like oh, pushed over no. the side. Um, or you could get really sick from like poor food, but besides like those things, it's a really unsustainable way to travel. Like they are just really like responsible for so much waste and, um, and also like, it's so like, to me, it's so touristy. Like you don't really get to, um, I guess like it depends on the cruise you go on, but it's just like, you just see the highlights of what all the touristy, you don't really get to get to the culture of where you're going um so I just that's not how I I mean and of course that's so based on my personality and that's why I'm saying you would probably love it our personalities are different you probably are like I don't give a shit about the culture I just want to be by a pool and like have some drinks and and that's totally a cruise and you probably would love it (laughs) so yeah I was gonna like I give a shit about their culture but I'm not like opposed to not seeing their culture when I go there I'm okay it doesn't offend you like I think it does for me (laughs) no like I'm just like I'm good to just like be on this vacation like I don't necessarily need to do a deep dive into whatever is happening here like I don't know I don't really want to do that like I've never gone anywhere, I think, and been like, show me all of your culture. Because I'm just like, I just, I mean, I've, I randomly went to places in Montreal, but like, what is their culture? I don't know. I had poutine. I went to their museums. Does that count? I'm not sure. And if I went on a cruise, they, they do have an option for you to go on a ruins tour. I don't know if that counts, but yeah, I'd but be see, open to that. that's the thing is all of those things are like pre-packaged. It's like, it's the equivalent to like going on a big, like paying for a tour where you're on a bus the whole time and you're in this big group and like, which just, ugh, that is like my worst nightmare of a trip. Oh man. Um, I was literally going to say that sounds so fun. Oh my like, gosh, do you get to no. like, no. I love, that's like my idea of a vacation. I want it. Like I was even telling Mike, I was like, Groupon, if they want to save their business, they need to come up with like packages that are like pre put together for people, oh. like uh, shit that people want to do. But like, I think that there's like, there's, there's probably people in this world who are a little bit of both. Like, I think there's yeah. people who want to go like off the beaten path and like do their own thing. Um, and like figure things out and explore and like do all that stuff and like for me I'm just like I just would like to is this the safe location um but that's probably why I'm a six and year one because I'm just very like is this pre-approved is do people know that I'm gonna I think be here? I think there are ways that you can do it that are more sustainable you can hire like a consultant or like a travel planner to like help you design an itinerary specifically for you Um, If you like don't want to put the work in, but I think to go on one of those big tours like that or the same idea of a cruise anywhere that is going to accommodate people in bulk is going to be thinking of is not going to be sustainable because they're going to be thinking about saving money versus the effect that they're having on the culture, on the environment, etc. So um, I think that's where that's where my struggle is, if that makes sense. 
No, it does. I mean, I'm going to, and, be and like... also it's going to be like there, there be, it's basically like the equivalent of you going to TripAdvisor and looking up the top 10 things to do and just doing that. Oh, that's what I like to do. Well, I mean, it's not that I don't like to do that, but I think like sometimes the stuff that isn't well known or the places that not everybody goes so that you get a a very unique experience and also not one that's like people are everywhere, right? I mean, that my least favorite part of visiting Italy was the Vatican because it was so busy. It was just, I mean, even our tour guide was apologizing. She was like, I'm sorry, it's so busy here. And I think my favorite part of going to Montreal was like going to their like they have some kind of a really popular cathedral Mm -hmm. and it was really crowded. I think I don't mind Mm. that kind of stuff, though. Like I'm cool with like doing the touristy type of things like I'm adventurous when it comes to like food like I would be willing to like look up like hidden gems well there you go okay so that's something but that's a part of when you do a tour they're going to take you to like the places that are sort of the tourist traps that aren't necessarily (laughs) authentic food places so that might be but that's why in my yeah in my vacation I always like like to have like a day of plan things Mm -hmm. and then I like to have a day for myself okay um like I, but I do enjoy like something that people put together for me. But I think that a lot of that is like I'm usually the person who puts things together I, for people. Yeah, so, so I, I think I'm I get just it. like I, I love it. it. And, and I think some of my best trips have been where I've had friends that I know really well plan for us, and it's been still ha- like tailored to us. Unique, and, yeah, yeah. But I haven't had to put in the work. But that's why I say like you, I think would really love a travel consultant because then you could tell them exactly what you would want. It wouldn't be prepackaged where there would be some things you would be like, ah, I could have skipped that, right? Now, like, on a cruise, that is that is a benefit that you can, like, choose your excursions. So you, I guess you do have a little bit of that, but I feel like a travel consultant or, like, a planner would get to know you really well and particularly what you're into, and it could be even better than maybe something that's already prepackaged for, like, a mass of people. I'm going to let you know. I'm going to go. I've now, never been on a more, cruise before, it's, though, it's and I'm more afraid of the ocean. I think, to do it that way, right? Like, a you know, a travel consultant is probably, or a travel planner is probably more expensive than, like, just going on a cruise or going on, like, one of those tours. Although the tours, I think, can be pretty expensive. But I think so, too. When we, like, the last vacations that we went on, we did use a travel agent, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of, like, fine. They didn't do anything, like, wow. Well, though. but you didn't have, you, I don't think you had someone like what I'm talking about, that sounded no. like a run-of-the-mill um, kind of uh, travel agent. And I think you were even happen- happen- happy with that person. Like, my aunt and Yeah, because I didn't have to do anything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, no, because they messed some things up, I think, in your plan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Da, da, da. The first time – so what happened is we had a travel agent mm-hmm. that we used before, and then she quit. And then they placed us with somebody new and she was horrible. Right, right, So, but like, yeah, the first person that we had, like, we loved her. Like, she took care of everything. She was, like, great. The last person we had was fucking awful. But I wonder if it's because she wasn't getting commissioned from this because the other woman had, yeah, she didn't give a, she didn't give a fuck about our vacation. (laughs) It was horrible. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But like my aunt and uncle, for example, they went to Iceland and they hired somebody who like was an expert in Iceland, like had done this for years, planning trips for people and like picked out like specific like places for them to stay and places they should eat that he knew specifically about in the area. And like these really intimate hikes where it was just the two of them and a guide, like stuff like that. 
And it just sounded like, I mean, it was a lot of money, but it sounded like an absolutely amazing trip. And to have like basically the kind of research that I would do done for me, I mean, is kind of an amazing thing. Yeah, for sure. I'd love that. And if you watch Below Deck, they do that too. They like plan <laughs> these like huge things for you. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I, you know, if I was rich, I would definitely I mean, do that. if Below I could de- have I would... a job, like, other than the job I have now, that it would be totally. But I don't know. You have to be so – I think it's a competitive field. And obviously right now it's not a great job oh, to no, have. Oh, no, no, but... I'm not trying to work on Below Deck. Absolutely not. That seems like no, the no, no, worst no, no, no. job in no, the No, no, I'm not world. saying work on Below Deck. I'm saying work as a travel consultant. Like, the person I oh, mentioned okay. that my aunt and uncle yes. used for I'm Iceland. Like, oh, my no, God. The job on Below Deck is fucking horrible. <laughs> If you've never seen that show, oh my but, God, But I mean, to awful. like be able to research for people like where they travel and give them advice and stuff, like I love to do that for free. I'm always telling people I'll help them plan their trips. So that's like a little, that'll be like a little side thing for you. Yeah. You may find, Maybe that's yeah, what I don't... you should do is you should have me plan your trip instead of going on a cruise. And then I'll just give you some Or we a should, you should money. do both. Yeah. You should go on a cruise I'll and then I will, contrast. right, right. Um, okay, great. That sounds wonderful. I always like, I, of I course, don't, if I'm... I don't win that, I'll be really disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I can just see you being like, well, it'll... yeah, honestly, Jamie, the cruise was way better. And I'll be so I mean, I just, I, as long as you don't plan too much, like I don't want to do too much. Yeah. Like, that that's is my problem that I have. I, I yeah, notice like, don't... as I get older, like the best thing for me to do in planning a trip is to take away things from what I think I'm going to do. And that's the best part about this trip I'm doing. I'm not really planning. I don't think I'm really going to plan ahead of time much so that'll be really nice i'll yes, just figure it out I mean, when i get there which is unusual exactly. to do but no that's what you should do like i do not like i like having a couple things planned but i don't want to be beholden to something that makes me feel anxious like i need to have the opportunity to be like today's the day that i actually like thought i was going to do this but actually i'm really not like i love that like don't i don't want to have anything that i have to do um that makes me feel like it's not a vacation. I like to just be like, I'm, I'm maybe going to do this. Like, I, I like a couple things that I'm for sure going to do. Like, if I went on a cruise and they were like, okay, you picked that you were going to go to the Mayan ruins and you have to because, like, this is the day that you're there. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, cool. This is going to be super fun. Like, I'm excited to do this. But, like, if I were going to someplace for five days, I'd probably only plan to do something like maybe two out of the five. Mm-hmm. And then the other days I would be like, let's see what I want to do today. Like, I don't know. I just Ugh. prefer that because some days you don't want to do it. That's true. But then you're like stuck on a cruise boat. Ugh. But Sorry. You, you can, you're not though. They die, like, you're not stuck on the cruise boat. You can get off and go to the beach or like the day well, of. Well, like, no, yeah, you have like, travel days. Have you not taken a cruise before? No, I haven't, okay. but I've read their itinerary. They only, I only would go on something where you're at sea one day. Yeah, I can't that be, like, was at sea more than one day. Like, when I went on a cruise, it was I was sort of going with other people who had already decided to go. So I wasn't really picking. And we had, like, two days that were really short days on different places. And then I think the other three days were, like, at sea. It was just not no, good. No, I can't do three days at sea. That's I mean, horrible. it wasn't in a row, but it's still, like, because I think it was, like, the first was day. Was it a longer cruise, though? No, it was five days. That's it. Oh, no, no. Nay, nay. I know. I like going to the ones where the islands are so close. Like, that's the ones that I've been looking into is, like, they're, like you're in the only Caribbean going. type of places? Yes, because, like, like basically what I want to do is go to New Orleans and hang out in New Orleans for a little bit mm-hmm. and then take a Western Caribbean cruise for, like, a couple days from, from New Orleans. Okay. Because I feel like that would be perfect. Like, you get to do a little land. You get to do a little sea. 
that's like what I would prefer. Maybe I'll plan. Um, I could plan the New Orleans part of your trip. (laughs) Jamie, okay, that's, I'm going to let you. (laughs) But if you plan New Orleans, you have to make sure that you plan like only stuff to do with like, I need to see a voodoo priestess for sure. Okay, I know the first thing (laughs) I did when I went to New Orleans is I landed and I went on a voodoo tour. And yeah, I got like that's sick, what I would want to do the whole time in, I was there. Um, one of the grave grave sites. What it, what it, uh, in one of the it was a cemetery and voodoo tour, and I got so sick because I had hardly eaten. And like their cemeteries are raised, and there was mm-hmm. it was so hot and humid, and I almost passed out in the cemetery. <laughs> it was great. That seems very and then, appropriate. Yeah, it was very weird because then we like went in this place after the cemetery for like this long weird like voodoo talk, and then they're like, "All right, bye." we're not we're not bringing we're not bringing you back anywhere you're just out on your own and we we were in like a really bad part of town oh my god see like that would actually be fun to me i would be good with that so i had oh no i wouldn't be good yeah i had to these other people who i was like are you walking back to like the downtown can i walk back with you because i don't really want to walk back by myself it was crazy but it was i had a good time when i went but no iris what i would do this is what a good travel consultant would do is they would get information from you like what do you like like, what are the things you want to do? What kind of food do you like? And they would curate something specifically based on what you like and your needs. And so like for you, I would definitely try to find some kind of spa experience while you were there, for example. Yes. And you can, and you should book something for Mike to do with the New Orleans Saints while I do the spa. There you go. He doesn't like that. So yeah, I'll, I'll give you all the deets. Okay. I, I just don't want to be like, you know, do, bored yeah I, but I also want to say I need to stay in a nice hotel no hostels I I, <laughs> I don't stay at hostels girl over 30 you don't Where stay do at you hostels because I feel like you'd be the person who's like this seems great and I'm like no okay no. first like, I can Iris, barely stay okay, in the gel. But you have to understand you're not listening to what I'm saying a travel I, consultant I d- works for you so they're not That's finding things you. for themselves they're finding things for you so for example when I, I said spa experience in my head I was thinking I would probably have her stay where the spa was thank okay? you okay it needs to so, have like very nice crisp oh sheets that are cold and like I want somebody to do turn down service every day like it's very specifically <laughs> insane uh, I really can't stay at dirty hotels they're like not that you do I'm just saying like that's like a big thing that freaks me the fuck out like well you don't like, need not- turn down sir okay but that's fine if you want to turn down service every every day but I'm just saying like the hotel can be clean and they can also be sustainable by saying you don't have to have turn down service every day Okay, but that's not what I'm. I understand. For. I understand. I, that's the whole nice thing about. Okay, like I want to be in a hotel. But there are, but there like are hotels that house. say like you make the choice, so you don't have to. Oh, okay. Yeah, Perfect. yeah. There, that's what a lot of that's, hotels do. That's now. a compromise. Have you not Please stayed complain in a hotel my... recently? No, I well, I have, <laughs> but like I have. Um, when I was, in you school, probably need like in... a really cute like small boutique hotel. Well, That's so okay. So the last couple, so the last times I stayed in a hotel, I was like, mostly I've only luck, unfortunately, been able to go to Wisconsin because I've been so busy, like not able to do shit because I've like bought a house this year and last year I was saving to buy a house, so like I haven't been able to really go anywhere. 
So like I went to Wisconsin and like, I don't like it there. The bedding is just not for me. So that doesn't work. But anyway, the last time I stayed at a really nice hotel, I was in Montreal and they did do my turndown service every single fucking day. And I loved it. And I didn't like, I loved it. She like would come into my room because we would leave every day. Like we didn't plan anything, but like they have an underground mall and we got lost there. Like I like doing stuff like that. Just like, I'll figure it out. Like I'll figure it out in the day. I don't necessarily want to have like a lot of set plans because, you know, who knows how you're going to feel when you wake yeah. up. I don't know. Well, anyways, but, I'm just realizing we've been talking for a long time. Yeah, about nothing. Anyway, this was great. <laughs> um, I'm not going to title us. No, it was funny. I don't know what the title. Well, like, and if you're listening, I don't to know. This, COVID just bring, out with your friend. That might be. Yes, title. basically. <laughs> Um, cause we were like, we're going to talk about your career. And we're like, yeah, let's spend two minutes on that. Well, we um, did do talk you have about a job? A little bit. Yes. But we're going to probably be releasing these. I think in when. February is more Who likely when? <laughs> whenever um, we feel like it. Yeah. I think February. Okay. I, I, cause I think January is busy for you. Um, well, so we'll yeah, I just don't we know can. what it's going to be like is the thing. And I don't really I know if February is going to be like either, but that's how life is now. Well, I feel like by February, we'll have chance to catch up on stuff. Like, we'll have enough to, to post. Yeah, gotcha. But that's what I mean. I'm like, even if you're busy, we'll have something to okay. post. But Sounds good. I am going to talk to, um, I don't know, I'm going to consider if I want to invite somebody else on, but I don't know, because I have this thought that I've been watching these I people. I like the this nanny my last episode. Thought. And what about the episode you were going to do with Jen, too, the body image one? Yeah, Jen and I talk. She's actually uh, she's actually talking to her mom about some stuff oh. right now, and so like she's probably gonna have like some updates. So I'm gonna wait a little bit on okay. that one, um, and see if like maybe we have like a break. This is so great that we're talking like... about this on the podcast. Should we stop the podcast? <laughs> no, no. Just so okay. you guys know, like that might be coming up. We might be talking about the nanny stuff. We have some like body image things coming up, and that's actually what I was gonna talk about. Is like I was maybe even want to bring Katie on to yeah. talk about this because oh, that's a good idea. I was, t- yeah, like I was watching. So I've the, on Facebook guys, there's these people, there's couples who do like, like fucking Facebook videos. Together. Oh, are you talking and about like, the ones that like are making fun of the people that do the, those couple? Uh, I don't know if they're like making fun of them, but like there's this one couple in particular that mm-hmm. I'm talking about and I actually really like them, but it was just actually something that I realized is wrong with me. Like I'm, so there's this couple and they are both like normal size people, but like not super mm-hmm. thin and like they, all of their Facebook there, it's like a mukbang challenge where they basically just try food. Like they eat fast food a lot on oh. this channel. And like, I found myself watching this and like the woman is a little bit like, maybe like me like a little bit bigger than me but like I was watching it and I was just like so uncomfortable watching her like publicly eat bad Mm. food and I was like what the fuck is wrong with you Iris like I was watching it and being like oh my god I'm worried that people are gonna make fun of her like how can she be so comfortable like eating like whatever she wants on a national platform and like isn't she worried that people are gonna be judging her and like talking shit about her but she's just like so happily doing it and probably so unbothered but I'm bothered. But I'm not, like, bothered that I think she should stop. I'm, like, bothered about, like, why don't I feel the freedom to do that? Mm. So I felt like that would be, like, a very good episode because I think a lot of people feel that way. Like, I feel bad if I go into an overwise and order a milkshake. Like, it's bad. Mm. Um, that so might anyway, be something I to think... talk with Heidi about, too. Yeah, probably. Anyway, guys, this is going to be a fun year. We're going to talk about lots of depressing-ass shit. Um, maybe get vaccinated. Maybe it's gonna it be a won't be as depressing. So. <laughs> maybe it will be. We'll see. 
Maybe we'll be. Who knows? Anyway, yeah, good talking bye. to you. Okay. Bye.